Bobby for Horror is my favorite podcast. And I'm Uncle Lloyd Kaufman from Troma Entertainment, along with my good friend, Handy Capable Toxie. And uh, we, we, you know, we can't wait for the next episode. and horror hounds this is brett from dimension z joined as i am every week by greg the dead how you doing man doing great how you doing good trauma 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 hell yeah <laughs> <laughs> what a what now time for something completely different than the rest of the month has been oh yeah i would love to like have hocus pocus like right before this or right after it or something like, just, like, the exact opposite. Like, oh, look at the Disney fun Halloween thing. There's a <laughs> fucking guy with a mop shoved through his dick, and the head of his dick's at the tip of it, but he's happy. <laughs> I'm not sure when this one comes out. I know Hocus Pocus is early in the month yeah. with release. There's so many. I This has been, like, an ongoing thing in my head on how I schedule all these and everything. <laughs> um, can we can we pull the curtain back on this one? Yes. Because I'd also like to talk. Um, real quick, obviously some of these had to be recorded ahead of time for us to put out a full episode every day. This is one of them. Wait a minute. And You mean we didn't record, edit, and upload an episode a day for 31 days in a row on the day? Negative. No, we did what not. What the fuck? But I will say today, like, the Halloween stuff is out. I bought some candy pumpkins, Reese's. <laughs> I was very happy, so it fits. But... The reason I'm so excited to do this is because just this past weekend, we went to Tromathon, which is where I picked up the DVD of this, and so I'm in a full-on trauma mood right now, so this is perfect. Oh yeah, Tromathon was awesome at the Mahoning Drive-In. I was also, like, super excited just to see the Mahoning, because I've been wanting to go there for years. I've heard about it, but I've never made my way, like, that side of the state to go there. Mahoning's beautiful. The screen's huge. It was awesome to meet Lloyd Kaufman. You can see the pictures. They probably, they've been up there for months by now on uh, Twitter and Instagram and whatnot, but he was super nice. As When he was walking to the stage, me and Greg are in line with everyone else. He's like, hello, everyone! And he, like, does a stumble and everyone's like, oh! <laughs> <laughs> it's like Willy Wonka when he walks out and does the fall and flip thing. I wonder like because i've been thinking about it i wonder if there's any part of that that's like him fucking around of like i'm gonna pretend to stumble and see how they react oh dude i mean to bring it back to this a guy who makes a movie about undead chickens on ancient burial grounds yeah i wouldn't put that past him yeah just to be like he loves the reaction yes so was this your first time seeing i know this wasn't your first time seeing this what's your history with poultry guys um I've seen it, uh, like, I think this is my third time watching it. I've also watched the Poultrygeist uh, Chicken in Motion documentary three times. It's usually like I watch the documentary and then almost immediately watch the movie. But I love it. Uh, This is one that I even knew before I saw the movie and even knew that was from Poultrygeist. Because... You know, following the different horror pages online, there would just be compilations of gore. And I've seen that woman getting her head sliced in the meat slicer by the chicken thing for years. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's a great effect there. Yeah, I think I remember back when we did Toxic Avenger back in, like, 
pre-episode 50 sometime you're like and this opens up the door for trome i'm like poultry guys yes i was so excited it took us a while but we got here yeah well that's why i was like especially just getting back from tromathon as this is recorded i was just such in a trauma mood i watched toxic avenger 4 again and rediscovered how amazing that was um it re it kind of reminded me that joe flyshaker was a person and how much i love him I mean, I hate his scene though, but in the best oh, way. He is so great, and I love in the documentary they say he's like one of the few actors that actually was paid. Oh yeah, barely anyone was. So this movie was barely like made, and Lloyd and his wife actually dipped into their retirement like funds to make this movie. And holy crap, it worked. Um, I should throw this out real quick too. This is without a doubt the most quote-unquote offensive movie we've ever covered on this podcast yeah i think that's safe to say i gotta throw it out there but also in the caveat of very similar to like a full season of south park they are taking shots at literally everybody including themselves none of it's mean-spirited but it's very much that post 9-11 america raunchy comedy style like that kind of stuff right yeah, 100%. Of you have to know that this is done tongue in cheek kind of thing. Lloyd is it being malicious? No, I don't think so at all. And like I said, they go off. It really reminds me of like that South Park style humor, a lot of the comedy in this. Yeah, I agree with that. In 2006, with an Edward Trifecta, which is anything that we call written, directed, and produced by Lloyd Kaufman. Yes, and it's perfect because that's like Lloyd Kaufman and Ed Wood, I think, would be friends. Yes, like that's I get sometimes to explain the Edward trifecta. I'm like, this might be someone's first episode. I should say what that means. They're like, who's Ed Wood? <laughs> <laughs> so you want to get into this? Yeah, thing? let's go. All right, I love right away because you know every trauma movie is Tromaville. Well, not every, but most of them, and it starts with Arby and Wendy. Yes, everyone in this is named <laughs> after a fast food restaurant, which I love. Um, yeah, it's perfect. Making out in an ancient Indian burial ground, but it's the Tromahawk tribe. Yeah, everything's Troma. Yeah, like you said, they're still in Tromaville. They keep bringing up because they have to keep making excuses while people are getting sick, and the colonel's like, oh, Tromaville's the bulimia capital of the world. They're like, oh! <laughs> <laughs> like, dude, if I actually stopped and hit on every joke or cool thing or cool gore effect in this movie, this would be a three-hour episode. That's what I was thinking watching this, of I could we could cover this so in-depthly and it would take forever. So I know that I had to go into this show knowing, like, there's going to be things I can't say or I'm going to forget that I love during it. There's just, like, it's a joke a second. Oh, yeah, it's nonstop. Like, and... I mean, we interviewed Lloyd on the show before, and I even said about that. I'm like, something I love about trauma is you can't be bored watching a trauma movie. There's constantly something going on in the background, or if there's not like a joke or cool effect going on on screen, just look around. There's something to grab your attention. Exactly. You There's something, like you said, the actor persons in the background are doing something goofy, even though like the two people might just be having a conversation. Yeah. But she's... Wendy is going off to college, and she still loves Arby, but he's not going. She says, well, it's not too late. Why don't you apply? And Arby says, again, this is the one time I'm going <laughs> to say this, and it goes for the whole episode. 
I'm saying it in quotes. My mom's a retard and my dad's blind. I can't go. Yeah. Yeah, and it keeps coming up. And then even like later when it's like Lloyd Kaufman, mature Arby, has the exact same story. Yes. But they're making out on this like, again, they also poke fun at so many horror tropes I love, like the ancient burial ground. And they're making out in there. And then all these zombie hands like pop out of the ground and start pawing at him. But it's right when they're having sex for the very first time. And she's like, oh my god, it feels like your hands are everywhere. It's like, it feels like you're ambidextrous that are going on. And this sets the tone right away, because one of the fingers goes right into Arby's butt and breaks off. And he's just like, oh, Wendy! <laughs> <laughs> and then we get a scream, and she goes, look there! And there's this axe pervert character. What you think is going to be a killer, but it's a guy holding an axe. He goes, look what's in his hand! He goes, oh my god, he has an axe! No! His other hand! And he's standing there jacking off. And it's perfect, because his, uh, his pants are down, his dick's through his, like, whitey tighties, and it's just like, <laughs> They leave, and they're like, ew, let's get out of here. The pervert grabs both of their underwear, throws Wendy's down, picks up Arby's, and keeps doing what he was doing, but then one of the hands pops up from the ground, and <laughs> I guess the only way I can say this is fists him to death. Yeah, it fists up through his asshole, and I believe out his mouth. Yes, exactly, the whole way. He puppets him. So, look, if you're keeping track, we're in the first definitely five minutes of this movie. Oh, yeah. We have already had our first... Um, first nudity, yes. first kill, first horror trope cross, first offensive line. This movie's just throwing all of it at you at once. Someone's already gotten a fist up their ass. Yes. Holy shit, you... Oh, did you hear this story, the side tangent? Hmm. I don't know how this happens, but someone bought, like, one of those CD DVD cleaners, and it somehow, like, it was new and shrink wrap, but had poultry geist with it, like a thing got mixed up somehow. No. And he, he tried to sue over having <laughs> seen poultry geist. I'm like, why wouldn't you turn it off after the first minute, then, if you're this repulsed by it? But, of course, he did not win, but that was a case that happened. He's like, your honor, this did not clean my DVD player. If anything, slime started pouring out of my DVD player. <laughs> <laughs> but that's all. That's just, I wanted to bring up. I didn't know that. That's insane. Now, see. Yeah, you can look it up. If that happened to us, we're like, fuck yeah, free copy of Poultry Geist. Yeah, free trauma movie. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Title card, and then one college semester later card. And there's, where was the ancient burial ground? It's like still knocked over and bulldozed to the side for an American chicken bunker. Yes. Which is a fast food restaurant, obviously a KFC type, which was filmed in an old McDonald's. Which is awesome. And all the behind the scenes documentary stuff of uh, Chicken in Motion, how disgusting it is in there and like the roof leaks and stuff. It almost just adds to the movie of like how nasty just fast food places can be. Oh, they're disgusting. Yeah. But Arby shows up there, and there's a protest going on outside of it, and uh, against, like, the chicken slaughter, against corporate America, like, taking over, running out the mom-and-pop businesses. It's clam. Um, was it college lesbians against mega conglomerations? Yeah, something like Something like that. Like that. <laughs> <laughs> yes. You know, they just wanted the acronym. They didn't care what it stood for. But he shows up, and this seems so 2000s to me, because remember, like, back when we were younger around this time, I mean, I was in high school when this was going on, like, it was a big thing, like, Walmarts or 
fast food restaurants and stuff would come to these small towns, it'll be a big deal about them running out all the mom and pop stores and everything like that. Oh, yeah. Which, I mean, and now they did, and look where we are, but, oh, well. <laughs> but, RBC's Wendy there, he's all excited, but she's a lesbian now. Yeah. And he's like, what? And her girlfriend, Mickey, yes, McDonald's, uh-huh. punches him right in the, oh, she, okay, yeah, fine. She shoves her finger up to his face, she's like, does this smell familiar? <laughs> and then punches him in the nose, goes, Wendy, you promised, like, that promise was broken, just like your nose. <laughs> yeah, I love this, does this smell familiar? And he's like, <laughs> it's like the over-sniffing, like, I love the acting in trauma movies. Dude, if we're talking about that, my favorite is anytime Wendy runs in this movie. Oh yeah, I Wendy is actually like really good in this movie. Oh, like the arm flailing, yeah. like, kicking out like someone who doesn't know how to run is great. And I almost love how like Wendy, like Arby, is so much dumber than Wendy. Of he gets no joke, no pun. He takes everything one hundred percent at face value and is like confused by everything. Oh yeah, he's just a perfect idiot character. Um, no, this is our first musical, by the way. We yeah. get our first song and dance number. Uh, Revenge the Dish Best Served Fried. I remember watching this the first time, and I was like, holy shit, I had no idea that th- this was going to be, like, half a musical. Oh, yeah. Th- then it, like, drops off for the second half and only comes back at the very end. Yeah, but I love it. And they're actually good songs. Like, that, um, you said that box that you got has the CD, doesn't it? Yeah, the special edition Poultry Geist DVD that I got there, it has the movie, the documentary, and the CD with the soundtrack. Have you played it yet in your car on your way to I work? Have, I have not yet. You break out your Walkman to take to work to uh, <laughs> listen to it. Hopefully no, it's anti-skip. I, I, have. <laughs> I was going to say, I need that anti-skip protection. Yeah. During the song, he decides he's going to do the opposite of what she wants then, so he's going to get a job there. Um. He goes in, he finds the manager, Denny. I'm not even going to bring it up anymore. Okay. And he finds him. He's like, give me a job. I'm a high school graduate who with just trying to make his way in the world. Okay, but you're going to be the counter girl. That's the only job we have. It's not even counter worker to the point, like, everyone just refers to him as a counter girl. He has to wear, like, a skirt the whole time. Um, <laughs> when the general shows up later, like, this sassy lassie. Like... <laughs> It's constantly counter girl. Yeah, well, I even love their like, oh, you'll be the counter girl. And he's like, huh? And he's like, oh, no, that's just what we call it here. He's like, oh, okay. He's like, I'll go get your dress. He's like, huh? <laughs> but we're introduced to Denny, the manager, Paco Bell, one of the workers in the back, Hummus, and Carl Jr. Like, they're all the workers there. I love the very first um, Hummus scene where, like, and this is Humas. It's like, Hummus! Like the dip! <laughs> yeah. So, okay, let's go over them. Denny is the manager. He's in charge. Mm-hmm. Paco Bell is, like, I guess would be his work best friend if he wasn't dispatched so early. Hummus is uh, is Islamic character, full on burqa the entire time. Carl Jr. is racist, like, inbred chicken-fucking guy that he knows from high school. I love how Carl Jr.'s pants are never completely pulled up. So you see, like, the part of, like, unless, if he hadn't, like, shaved all of his pubes off, it's where your pubes would have been, and his ass crack is showing. Yes, the entire time. It's great. 
Um, earlier we did get a quick scene of Paco finding a weird veiny egg, but and then it hatched at some point. Uh, um, his he, a solution to like get rid of it is throw it in the corner. <laughs> yes, I mean that's honestly the most accurate part of this movie. That's exactly how you do with these types of jobs. Yeah, not my problem. Yes, um, they show him how to fry a chicken, and they put it in, and it starts screaming and like making noises. So is, it, is it normal for the chickens to scream as they're putting the fry? Uh, no, it's not screaming. That's just an air pocket letting out. It just sounds like it is writhing in pain. Is <laughs> it screaming for mercy? <laughs> but they open the restaurant. Like here's first customer of the day. There's a bit of a joke where it takes a second. Then the first customer who runs in is Ron Jeremy. Right. Ron Jeremy is the harbinger in this movie. Oh, yeah, because what? He runs in and he's like, you shouldn't have done this. You uh, you uh, moved the gravestones, but you didn't move the bodies. Can I have one of those uh, number 10 cluck meals? <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, that's, I mean, it's a trauma movie. You're going to have cameos from everybody. And then, speaking of cameos, oh. once the customers start coming in and everything, we get... Jared, we're not going to leave Subway out of this whole fast food madness. Which is kind of funny about, like, watch... Like, because this movie was made in, like, 2006. Before everything happened. So as everyone's just like, wow, it's Jared! He lost all that weight eating those sandwiches! And right before that scene is a Ron Jeremy scene, who is also now in hot water. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if I should mention the Ron Jeremy stuff, because I won't lie, I don't know enough about it. No. I don't know what happened, but I was like... That's what we're like, yeah, it's Ron Jeremy. And then, oh yeah, it's a guy playing Jared. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of 2006, playing Jared, trauma legend, and my personal hero, Joe Flyshaker. Holy shit, he's back. Yeah, Lord Ass himself. Lord Ass, he's in Troma's War. He's in a bunch of trauma shit. I should clarify, I'm not just calling him a lordess. That's from Citizen Toxie, if you don't get what I'm saying. it's a, He's a superhero. It's a superhero name. He eats incredible exactly. amounts of food. Yes, but he shows up and Arby is fucking stoked. Wow, you're the guy who ate all those hero sandwiches and lost all that weight. Yes, I am, and he orders the food or whatever. But the veiny egg falls on his plate as they bring it out to him. He's like, oh, that's weird. But then just eats the veiny egg, no questions asked, like, basically whole. Yeah, well, I, he goes, it goes through, like, the first order of the day, and everyone has the one job, like, the one person's job is to, like, put the bun on the plate. Then they pass it to the other one, and they put the meat on the bun. And then the other one puts the mashed potatoes. It's just so funny about, like, <laughs> I, I my job is to put the bun on the plate. Dude, I can't put the mashed potatoes on, I'm not there yet. No, there's a specific gravy person in this fast food assembly line. Also, if you're not extremely well-versed on trauma and why this is such a j funny joke with Joe Flyshaker, being like, oh my god, you're that guy that lost all the weight. He's famously a, like, 500-pound character actor. Yes, exactly. And later on, and he has no qualms about it later on, for sure. Because, like you said, he just, like, downs his whole, it looks like a pickled egg, but it's veiny. But he doesn't care, so he downs it and immediately grabs his food. Is like, oh, because his belly starts gurgling. He's like, bathroom, bathroom, where is it? And they're like, it's over there. And he runs to the bathroom. Imagine being the next With person in line. With his food. Oh, of course. With his food. Of course. <laughs> He's not going to not eat. But imagine being the next person in line being like, um, okay, I'm not going to have what he's having. 
(laughs) Anything else. Yeah, but he runs into the bathroom, and is just like, oh shit, and it's just this giant scene of Joe Flyshaker shitting. And, like, he rips his shirt off. You see this giant scar going down his belly? I think that's actually on him. Um, (laughs) He's like profusely shitting for some reason i think they might have even just done it as a joke but they start they censor the turds for some reason and i'm guessing the f- reason they did it is just for comedic value of this is the one time it's in it i don't know it even any trauma movie other than if it's shown on television they censor the turds coming out of his ass what was the one movie it wasn't blood-sucking freaks. I don't remember what it was, but where there's a shot of a vagina and it just is the big blown-up word that says pussy. <laughs> well, at least if they do have to censor something, they will do that. Yeah. But, dude, this is the most disgusting camera angle I have seen <laughs> in my life. It's literally a toilet camera shot straight up at his ass. And it's just like, and it's exploding. Like, I don't know any other way to put this. And then, but Joe is not going to be deterred by this. He's like, I have chicken and mashed potatoes here with the extra gravy. Don't forget the extra gravy. So he's eating while he's shitting. And he's just got a big smile on his face at first. He's like, this is normal for him. Well, while he's in there, and it's extremely loud, everyone else hiking here. Oh, yeah. Wendy is in there still protesting. She's showing, like, don't you know what places like American Chicken Bucker do to their chickens? And holy shit, <laughs> she shows all these chicken war crime photos. Like, of chickens being waterboarded, hooded, like, well, like soldiers are beating them. And then there's one being, like, thrown by Hitler or something. It's so wild. <laughs> and everyone's like, oh! And then, like, they're starting to like buy into her thing and Arby starts fantasizing about having a three-way with her and Mickey and this fantasy goes on for a long time it's a whole song and dance number snaps back to reality and he's just fucking the register yeah and it's because it's the doing that thing of like they're uh in his fantasy they're Wendy and Arby are fucking and it's oh Arby oh Arby and then it goes to Arby Arby as it fades back yeah. to him humping the register. Fine art! Yeah. There's also a moment where he's like, can't you hear it? And he, like, puts her head or her hand to his chest. He goes, that's the sound of my breaking heart. And her mind, Jared is still in the bathroom. He's like, oh! And, like, giant fart sounds. <laughs> <laughs> We're 30! Why? Why is this so amusing? I love that. This just lets me know this is how it's going to be forever. If I haven't outgrown it yet, where it's like, huh, a big fat guy, go fart. It's like, I'm never going to outgrow that. <laughs> Dude, everyone who comes to this show, we talk about, as much as I fucking hate this term, you know, like the elevated yeah. horror and all that shit. Like, say they came in on, like, The Witch or Hereditary, they check out another episode of Poultry Guys, and we're laughing about the farts. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, look, it's Jared! <laughs> but he falls down and cuts back to the bathroom and he just paints the walls he's stomach down and he's just shitting everywhere it's spinning all over the place and then you get this like effect where his skin like falls in on itself and 
he comes out of his own skin, and Arby walks in right at this moment, like, I'm skinny! And he runs away. Yeah, it's this little skinny guy, but with still Joe's voice. So he goes running away, like, yeah, I'm skinny! And then Arby sees what's happened, and is like, oh my god, Denny, come here! And Denny, the manager, goes walking, he's like, what's, holy shit! Behind the scenes of this uh, part, um, because Good. Joe, like I said, was one of the only actors... Uh, paid for this movie he because uh, it's so funny watching uh lloyd direct him because lloyd's just screaming at him the whole time because it's a movie set and joe had lloyd's to, a notoriously hard director to work for i think yeah joe had to get on the ground for some of these scenes and like writhe around and like throw himself around well he's like i can yeah. get down there but i just have to kind of lay there because physically i'm can't do that or i'm going to hurt myself so they had to get a stunt double for joe who was also about his weight and but a lot younger so he could still move around and that's a lot of the like uh shit geyser coming out and all the flash like uh, uh flashing yeah. around and shit yeah you can tell it's someone else down there for those parts and then went because like they get joe on the ground in the documentary and then to get him back up it's literally like six people helping him like okay you ready joe he's like yeah let's just go (laughs) (laughs) but who do you think has to clean all this up arby does and then we get our next song and dance number which is fast food love yeah but then we're introduced to another main character the general shows up in a limo. The general is very clearly a Colonel Sanders-esque character. And he's hilarious. I love how over-the-top he is. He's hilarious. Oh, and he's hamming up the southern gentleman talk the entire time. You oh. know what I mean? Like, that style. And he's also racist. They even have a line, like, he was uh, born into the KKK, but, like, after doing that for however many years, became a proud member of society and started this restaurant, and he's very much still that way. Well, there's a line later on where he's like, uh, me and my granddaddy were sitting there. He's like, uh, Colonel, hand me them matches so I can burn this cross. And everyone goes, huh? He's like, oh, I mean, uh, he said, hand me that chicken so we can have a good dinner. He's like, oh. Dude, I don't even know what the hat's called, but the classic Nazi hat, you know what I yeah. mean, like the, the officers wore. He's basically wearing like a Colonel Sanders version of that, <laughs> but where like the swastika would be. It's the American Chicken Bunker logo. Yeah. <laughs> but he's he's doing a song and dance number, defending himself against the protesters' accusations and everything like that. And again, this is very of its time because everything they're accusing him was like a huge deal back then. I remember, like. Because, you know, I was a teenager, that's when you're first starting to hear a lot of news stories yeah. and like paying attention and everything. And this is what was in the news, like worker, workers not being paid, hiring the undocumented workers but not paying them well, like run, um, people suing fast food for being obese, all this kind of stuff. And that's all brought up here. The one guy, the one big guy who comes up and he has a picture of himself skinny. And he's like, look what you did to me. He's like, I didn't do that. It's not my fault that our chicken is just so good. And the guy's like, yeah, I guess you're right. (laughs) And that's even where Arby earlier was talking about, like, I'm, you know, contributing to society and I'm have a job making three twenty five an hour. And Wendy just looks at him like, are you stupid? (laughs) Speaking of Arby, he's in the basement after cleaning up the bathroom, putting the mop away, and he's scared by the mascot, oh. which is a giant chicken. Yes. So he freaks out, 
but the mascot takes the mask off, uh, and we don't know who it is, but it's played by Lloyd Kaufman. Yes, a mature Arby is what they're credited as on in Letterbox. Yeah, so basically what this is, because you realize, it's not all right here, but they have the same tattoo. He's talking about, yeah, I started working here because my mom was a retard and my dad was blind and I needed to help pay the money. He's telling Arby this. He goes, but someday I'll save enough to go meet my best girl Wendy at college or something like that. And Arby still doesn't get it. He's like, oh, that's weird. I had a girlfriend named Wendy and they're talking and everything. And... It's very clearly future him, but it doesn't get the hint whatsoever. Their song and dance number is fucking hilarious, <laughs> if you ask me. One, because they're both Counter Girls. So apparently in the like 50 years Arby works here, he never advanced past Counter Girl. And there's a moment where they both like flash their skirts up and they're both wearing thongs and you see old old man Lloyd Kaufman ass. Oh. <laughs> it's just, I don't know why. It's the funniest thing in the world. I laugh so hard at this part every time. That's nothing. Because when you watch the documentary, they do that scene A Lloyd Kaufman flashes his ass, but his balls are hanging out. But he has no idea. So you, I've, I've seen <laughs> Lloyd Kaufman's balls. <laughs> But anyway, back upstairs, Paco is just wanking it into the food for some reason, because this is how, I don't know, he has some weird soliloquy about why he's doing it. It's like, for and, the worker, and for the working man, or it's like that kind of thing. Yeah. And Hummus is currently praying, like, I don't actually know enough what it's called, but you know how they right. pray, like, in the middle of the day, and... Paco's like, Hummus, I respect your right to practice a religion different than my own, but can you not make evil sounds and pluck the whole time and then the evil chicken is back there and pushes turns the grinder on and pushes Paco into it yeah which is a cool actually pretty cool scene of like well you see Paco like he's throwing all of the like chicken parts and it's nothing but chicken heads and feet and you see it like slurrying out of the grinder and it's just like it basically it looks like the pink slime from McDonald's if you've ever seen that documentary yeah what the nuggets are made out of yes Denny and the general, they're walking around and everything, and they walk in right after, and there's bloody dead Paco, and Denny instantly thinks Hummus killed him. Again, very 2000s post-9-11, like, accusing her and everything. And he, they're yelling and everything. Then the general goes, because she goes, the chicken, he fell into the grinder. And there's a pause, and the general goes, why believe the ninja? <laughs> yeah, that's hilarious. And I, they keep doing the, um... They they all walk in, and she's like, I did not kill them! Because it keeps, like, being where she's the one that's the evil one. It's like, I was just cleaning! I didn't do anything! Yeah, but they're like, well, let's just keep quiet about her. He believes her. Um, let's get this cleaned up, and Amos has to clean up. But Arby comes back upstairs after future him tell him not to waste his life. He's like, hey, where's Paco? And he <laughs> looks at the body. Well, Denny says he gave him the day off. Looks at Denny looks at the general, looks at Hummus, and every time it comes to her, she's like, huh? <laughs> like, <laughs> and it goes on like three or four times. I'm just looking at all of them like, he's putting it together, and he's looking at like Corpse Paco down there with the it, name tag on. Yeah. So he goes, oh, okay. It just goes back out to the counter. Well, I love that you would say like, okay, go out there and spray Hummus off and then get back in here and clean this up. They're just going to keep quiet about it because, like, you know, all the media and the protesters are there and everything. Arby's in the back making a sandwich, and the sandwich starts talking to him as Paco after he puts the little olives on the top. <laughs> so it has, like, eyes and a mouth as it's the bun and everything, and it warns him about everything. <laughs> he goes, 
I'll believe in the supernatural when I see it, talking sandwich. <laughs> and he's like, are you fucking stupid? I'm literally a talking sandwich right in front of you. <laughs> this movie's fucking ridiculous. Because <laughs> he goes, you have to find their one true weakness. But after all that, like, he doesn't believe it, just puts the sandwich away. Carl Jr. at this moment takes one of the chickens, like, not a living chicken, you know, like you a rotisserie chicken but not cooked yet, and decides he's going to fuck it. He does, after pulling out a dirty used condom from behind his ear. Well, I love he has the conversation where he's, like, making out with the chicken, and he's, like, making the chicken, like, go down on him. He's like, wait a minute, darling. Are you sure you want to do this? Okay, but I insist on protection. And he takes it from behind his ear, and you see shit stains on it. <laughs> it's disgusting. But the chicken bites his dick off, and he's spraying <laughs> blood and green slime all over the place. It's still on there. And Hummus is trying to save him, but Arby's in there too. Like, ah, oh, what do we do? What do we do? Hummus, like, gets the mop, like, to beat it, but he turns the other way around, and just. and shoves the mop (laughs) up his ass to get to the chicken on the other side. Look, this one's on her. I get the chicken was attacking him, but this one's on you, Hamas. Sorry. Well, she has, yeah, because he bends over, and she has the mop, and she's like, huh? And she looks at his ass, and his ass ass goes, ding-ling-ling-ling, and, like, goes back and forth a little. She's like, aha! And, yeah, just shoves it through to where the dickhead is still at the tip of the mop. Yeah, and he falls over, and we'll come back to him in a second, but then he comes in and starts blaming her again, but Arby says what happened. No, it wasn't her. It was the chickens, and the general's not going to let them take him to a hospital so they can't be seen. Like, he can stay here. Arby gives him some of his whiskey so he feels better, and he does the great trauma green foaming at the mouth and passes out. Yes. Yeah, this next part is where the general decides to make a peace offering. But remember, <laughs> the green slime sprayed all over the chickens at... They bring Chicken out to the protester, and Mickey's like, you're crazy if you think we're gonna just fall for this. And she's a vegan, but she takes, I think, just, like, in character, like, show him, no, this is nothing. But she easily's like, you're crazy for giving this away for free. It's great. Everybody eat. And all the protesters eat the chicken. And again, the green-spotted, bubbling, possessed chicken, yes. Oh, I love the one um, actor person comes up and is like, well, what's all these, uh green bubbles all over and everyone's like oh and the jerk uh general's like oh well those are just our uh new uh flavor pockets and it was like oh but it works and wendy's the only one like out of the group not like buying into it everyone's inside getting the chicken <laughs> wendy hears a noise from behind the door she hears mickey this is where every like the entire crowd where there's a lot of people outside protesting this place and now everyone is going inside. For some reason, two guys have a keg. They're going to go party inside the chicken place. They have a full keg and solo cups. I mean, it's Tromaville. What else are you going to do? Either go play by the toxic waste dump or have a kegger at the chicken place. Or eat, uh, and, uh, snort your huge bag of blow in front of the Troma Health Spa. Yeah, they probably shut the health spa down, so, I mean, what else is going on? Hey, but this comes back later, why there's a keg inside. Yes, but uh, Wendy hears a noise from behind the door inside the restaurant and opens it, and it's the Mickey and the General doing some fre- freaky diaper kinky stuff, where she has, <laughs> the General's like wearing a bonnet with like booties on, getting a diaper put on him, and she has like 
diaper wipe bra with like chicken on the inside of it. Yeah, and he's he's covered in baby powder. Like he has a bonnet on. He's kicking his feet. <laughs> Wendy's like, "What's going on here?" And the general like pops up. He's like, "Well, the, you know, there there's nothing wrong with diaper play. You know, if it's consensual between two adults in the bedroom, it's fine." <laughs> but then Mickey was like in on it the whole time. Like she was a plant to get anyone who would be protesting on their side. And but then it cuts to someone running in and be like, hey, we have a problem out here. And all the customers are puking and passing out and everything like that. <laughs> so like the chicken, the possessed chicken obviously is making everyone sick. And the news is there. And Wendy's like, why don't you eat some of it? And he's like, no, I'm not going to do that. I have swimming lessons in a half hour. I don't, don't want to get cramped. cramped. <laughs> but like the media is there. So he does take a bite of it. He goes, see, just delicious and nutritious chicken. And then you hear like a weird like sound effect. And he just shouts at the top of his lungs, Oh my god, my ass! And runs back into the bathroom. Once again, it's like, yeah, I don't think your chicken's fine, man. Everyone that eats it runs straight into that bathroom. He runs in and throws someone else out of the way. Oh. Like, out of my way! And sits on the toilet. And he shits out a fucking egg! This is part of the documentary, which was so funny. Of so many times, it's just them arguing about the dumbest stuff. And this is one of them where for some reason someone question, uh, questioned why there's just someone sitting in the bathroom masturbating. And so Lloyd comes in, and I think, now thinking about this more and more often, I think it's almost him teaching a lesson of, okay, well, then he starts dissecting the magazine that they had made. Well, this color's supposed to be this, and this color's supposed to be that. Just the most <laughs> trivial stuff. You don't even hardly see the magazine in the movie. And this goes on for half an hour to an hour. And everyone's just standing around like, I cannot believe this is happening. And this is the scene we get of it's just a guy, he looks up with a magazine, goes, huh? And gets pulled out by the general. Yeah, that sounds about right. I see this as like almost a lesson. Lloyd's like, I'm going to teach you a lesson right now. <laughs> yeah, I mean, because it doesn't matter. That's no, why. exactly. But we'll pretend it does. But he shits out an egg, and it hatches as like zombie pterodactyl chicken comes out and attacks him. It starts biting him. It's just like, well, two can play at that game. You're going to bite me. And he bites his head off, but spraying green stuff all over the place. Uh, by the way, Arby and Wendy are back together at this point. Right, yeah, because she's like, oh, my lesbian lover isn't actually my lesbian lover. Oh, Arby! <laughs> <laughs> uh, zombie uh, zombie chicken Carl Jr. comes out of the back, but gets stuck because he still has the mop dick and he can't get through the doorway, gets caught on something. And he's still doing the, like, it's almost like a zombie from Night of the Living Dead. Of he keeps, like, reaching for them, but isn't quite sure, like, why. It's just something that it knows to do. Where then later the scene goes on and on and on, as, you know, scenes do, and it cuts back to him, and he's eating crackers and just leaning against the mop. (laughs) (laughs) Then he's like, bad chicken. I know about bad chicken. One time I was a driver delivering chickens. You know, some general thing like this. But as he's giving the speech... Everyone's sitting down for story time in front of them. Yes. But the general's transforming into a giant egg, and then he hatches from the giant egg and bites Denny's fucking head off. Well, this, Denny tells the Jaws story. Yeah. It's exactly it's like, Quint. the, yes. the, the hundred men went on the road, for, didn't see the first chicken for about an hour. 
about a f- foot-long rooster. You know how you can tell the size of a rooster? <laughs> it goes into the whole thing, and I love that part of Jaws so much. So watching this part, I'm just the entire time like, yay! It's hitting that part of the brain that's like tickling. It's like, ooh! You always see a chicken's eyes, matey. <laughs> Black eyes like a doll's eyes. But, like I said, the general bites Denny's had a pretty cool effect, too. They know how to do their beheadings well. And the other employees and customers are being transformed into the chicken monster zombie demons. And they have a guy on the counter, and they're just hacking off all of his limbs. And here's where we get the mass chaos scene. And for ten minutes, it's just anarchy here. Yeah, this is the big scene that you see in that, like, gore compilation that I first saw this in. Of, yeah, it's the guy getting all of his limbs chopped off. There's a little cool behind-the-scenes quick thing of the chickens are chopping the people into uh, pieces and putting them in a bucket and serving it to the other chicken demons. Um, The one lady gets her face uh, shredded with the meat slicer, and it's like, actually, like, you get to see slices of her face, and it's like, you can see where her eye, like, was and stuff. It's actually really cool looking. Oh, it looks awesome. There's beheadings. A guy gets deep-fried. Yeah, comes out face all fried. Someone gets leather face, face skinned. Oh, that's another one in the documentary of that lady had to stand around in that makeup where she couldn't see at all because they had the big like eyes coming out. And she it, she had to stay like that for like eight hours of every once in a Jesus while Christ. it would cut back to I forget what her name was. Let's say it's Allison. Allison has been in the makeup for eight hours now. She has not been able to see. <laughs> And then at one point, Lloyd goes to her and is like, I don't know if we're going to really be able to get your scene done tonight. And she's like, yes, we are. (laughs) (laughs) There's people laying eggs. So this guy grows boobs and then they're eggs and they hatch. It's it's just madness going on here. I could just watch this for like 10 minutes, everything going on. Oh, yeah. That's another scene where it's the guy with the egg boobs that hatch. And he immediately pukes green slime on one of the chickens that came out. And I was like, holy shit, this is a movie. This was shot on film. This isn't even digital. They used real actual material to shoot this. Oh, yeah, they shot it on 35mm, yeah. which they did not need to do, but Lloyd wanted to do. And I love the look of 35. It looks perfect. It adds something to oh, it. definitely. But they're all about to get killed by the Horde, and future Arby pops up on the counter <laughs> with a machine gun and starts mowing them down, and he's about to kill the general version of the chicken. He's like, this is... I don't know, he gives some big speech or not shot to the head of mega corporations around the world. Oh, but then Denny regrows his head, but a chicken head, and it bites Lloyd's nose off. Yeah, and they go, oh no, he's turned into a blackened Cajun chicken! Yeah, Jesus Christ. <laughs> well, this is a part two, because Lloyd has the machine gun on top of the counter, and he's shooting yeah. the chickens. And I, the one, he shoots one person. He goes, oh, I'm sorry. Was that the toxic avenger before he transforms the guy who plays melvin yeah it looked a lot like him but i don't think so because that actor in like 2018 or whatever returned to nukem high was 
he's in there and he doesn't look anything like that. I know this okay. is 2006, but that would be a huge difference in that time. Well, I think it's a guy made to look like him on purpose. Okay, because it looks a lot like him. Behind the scenes yeah. on this with the documentary as well, of they have to do the gun scene, you had to have trained police professionals on uh, scene on the shoot to do it and they scheduled their yep. time to be there at 7 a.m lloyd kaufman went i'm not gonna fucking be there at 7 a.m fuck you and they basically said lloyd if you don't do this and aren't here by 7 a.m like get here right now we are not going to allow you to have guns and he had to go there and show up and do it it's all the post crow world you know yeah so he gets his nose bitten off by reanimated Denny, but then Arby kills reanimated chicken Denny. The horde outside's about to come in. Oh my god, what do we do? <laughs> Wendy fit, flips the open sign around the toes and the horde goes, oh, and turns around. <laughs> and just starts like, just like, wandering around in the parking lot, but it's such a great scene. Arby's trying to help the person who he doesn't know who he is future him. He's like, can you hear me? He goes, my nose got bitten off, not my ears, you dumbass. They're talking for a while. He's like, don't waste your life. He's like, I'm not going to. I have a plan. He goes, I'm you, you dumb prick. He finally just tells him. Like, you, if you do not change your life, you're going to become me. Don't do that. Um, they're about to, like, escape, but this lady who's still alive and regular says her kid's missing. Mickey won't help. She's like, I don't care about this kid. I'm leaving, but the other ones are going to help find the kid. She, Mickey's idea, pretty smart, honestly, pretty steeped in zombie lore, you know, look like a zombie, put some guts on you. Yeah. But she puts on the chicken costume and leaves out to the parking lot. Right. They're all looking, they're like... Go check the kitchen to the mom. The mom goes to the kitchen, you hear a sound, and her head is thrown back. It's Carl Jr., zombie, off-screen, but that's who it is, because he comes in leading a bunch after them. They stop him, and Arby's like, how do we stop him? Carl Jr.'s like, whiskey. He goes, you can drink later. How do we stop him? He goes, alcohol. <laughs> He's like, fine, if you don't want to tell us. He pours some of his whiskey into his mouth, and he, like, dies. And he goes, how do we stop him? And he doesn't say anything. He he was telling him whisk alcohol is how you stop them. Yes. And he's like, okay, you got your alcohol. Now tell me what to do. And he just lays there. He's like, oh, he passed out. <laughs> <laughs> they hear noise in the kitchen. They go in there and Mickey's still in the chicken soup, but back in the kitchen and Wendy's checking like what happened. And then she takes off the mascot mask. Cause she thinks she's dying, but she's all chicken faced and starts clucking. It's kind of frightening. Like yeah. zombie chicken mickey going after her and then she has a zombie chicken dick and she's going to fuck wendy and finally after you look you're back together hearing because he's in the other room he goes back to check and realizes what's going on he's fighting the dick but he basically jacks it off and it explodes everywhere well this is one of uh the actress who played wendy kate um was like I need to have at least a little bit of standards here. Like, I know it's a trauma movie and it's a movie, but the original plan was that the dick was going to come all over her. And she's like, I really don't want the giant chicken dick to come all over me. So the guy that played Arby was like, I'll do it. <laughs> That's awesome. I get both. I get both sides. Yeah. But yeah. Like, I have to say no to something. <laughs> yes. Do you think that this was a repurposed dick puppet from Tromeo and Juliet? No, because they still have that puppet. Okay. I was wondering if that they just, like, slapped a beak on that. <laughs> no, it's different. <laughs> Arby's about to fight off Mickey. Then he's attacked by 
chicken Lloyd Kaufman <laughs> fights going on, but Hummus comes and is like, you guys get away, and she drinks the meat steroids. That they just have in the kitchen. Out. They have the... Yeah, it's, that would be where you raise the chickens, of anything, not at the restaurant. Are you just, like, soaking it in it? But it's so funny where, <laughs> yeah, she chugs the whole bottle, and then blows up to, like, giant muscle hummus. Yeah, but it's too much, and her eyes start popping out, and she's, like, shooting liquid everywhere. I don't know. Yeah. But the demon chickens, chickens... Oh, the priest is still around, by the way. We didn't even mention. He's just a random character. I don't know how he ended up in our final group. But the Irish priest, they get... The demon chickens get him on the ground, and they trauma stomp him. Oh, yeah, nice head stomp. And Arby's like, they find a keg. When he's like, Arby, look, beer. He goes... When do you fucking drunk? And they're like, wait a second. And he starts like piecing together everything like that happened. But he starts from like the beginning of the movie. <laughs> yeah. When he finally gets to it, he's like, wait, alcohol, that's their weakness. And Wendy's like, already used it on the chickens and they're all melted. It's a great cut to like, she's like, I did it. But I love it even where he's like, and then I called you a stupid drunk. And then I saw the keg. And then I started thinking about how. They start soaking the horde. They flip the sign back to open, so they start walking in. They're spraying them as they come in. By the way, Count of the Dead. Fuck Count of the Dead on this movie. I was wondering about that. I tried my best to keep... I, like, paused, rewound it a lot. So I feel pretty confident in it, but man. But (laughs) they're soaking the horde as they come through the door. They're all dying. But then the keg's tapped. Or three survivors run into the basement to hide, because they've seen Night of the Living Dead. Exactly. And... They do find the little girl down there. This is straight up alien down here, yes. isn't it? Oh yeah, that's one hundred percent an homage to Alien. Of there's all the chicken eggs, but they're kind of greenish and whatnot, um, veiny and pulsing. It's funny watching the documentary because the little girl actress Lloyd at one point is telling her like how to do the scene, and she's like, "I know what to do. I'm a professional." Like she's talking back to Lloyd, and then uh, they're filming, and he's like. kind of does a side thing to the camera of like, she's not doing anything. She's just standing there. (laughs) (laughs) They find her. They're about to leave. And then the general chicken shows back up. Yeah. We have, you know, we have the self-realization monologue between the two of them. And then one more musical number about how he's going to eat them. And he's about to eat them, but then just randomly explodes. And if you're seeing this for the first time, you're like, Oh, really? What the fuck? And they even say, well, that was anticlimactic. And Paco Sandwich is there. He goes, well, I guess he couldn't handle his Mexican food. Yeah, yeah, because uh, earlier the general ate the Paco Sandwich. So I'm guessing he's the one that, like, burst out of them and saved them. Yes. Uh, real quick, I know it was a few scenes ago when the general was the egg, but I love how he's sitting there and there's a quick shot of just his arms and the legs sticking out of the egg. It's almost like Slither style. Oh, yeah, it's really cool. Yeah. Looking. They're like, well, we have to get out of here. What do we do? And Hummus decides to sacrifice herself, takes off her burka to be basically a supermodel underneath here with well, a suicide bomb vest. She also grew like a foot. Yes. All of a sudden, she's like, yeah, she's a blonde in, like, a bikini and, like, stiletto heels. She's grown a foot and a half, and they're like, Hummus? I think it is the actress, though, who's playing her the whole time. Oh, really? Okay. 
I'm pretty sure, like, because I was looking at the eyes, because obviously that's yeah. how you're going. Like, I think that's her, and the voice sounded the same, but I don't know. They could have ADR'd the one from before, I don't know. Yeah, but I just love, it's just the tri- the, the take off the burka, and it's just like, oh, look, it's a bikini lady under there. <laughs> I mean, that's a staple. Remember Toxic Avenger? He's got a girl with in a bikini with him for no reason. Oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> but... She runs out, they run outside, she runs up with all the chickens, they get out there, and you hear an explosion, and all these, like, fried eggs fall to the ground around them at the car. Yeah. Oh, yeah, (laughs) this is another great, when the um, building explodes, it's the force perspective type thing, like, I believe they did for for a class of Newcomb High, of the model was really close to the camera, and you get, like, the background, and they blow up the model. Because it was fun watching the documentary of the effects people playing with explosives and seeing how much they had to work with. (laughs) Oh, yeah, you can do some cool stuff with Force Perspective. Um, Head of the Family. Remember, uh, that was one of the movies that Joe Bob did last year and everything? The giant head's all Force Perspective. It's a regular dude. It looks awesome. Yeah, like, you can do some really cool stuff with that. But... They get in the car and they're driving away. They give the kid a beer to calm down. Okay. Oh, I love that so much of the kids like still panicked because like her mom died. Like she was carrying around the decapitated head. And yeah, Arby goes, here's a beer, calm down. And the girl just starts immediately chugging it. Yeah, she gets another one and starts drinking it. And then she starts like making weird like stomach noises and kind of clucking. He's like, oh, I'm sure it's just the beer talking. And then the kid lays an egg, a huge one, like the size of her head. And then they scream and run off the road and you get the classic trauma crash. I was going to say, this entire movie, if you're a trauma fan, you're sitting there being like, there's something missing. I can't quite put my finger on it, but there's something missing. It's this car crash. <laughs> So, if you don't know the trauma crash, and in the eight, late 80s or early 90s, I'm not sure when it came out, but trauma released the movie Sergeant Kabuki Man NYPD. Yes. And there's a really cool car crash in it, but it was super expensive, but turned out great. It's not like the one in Toxic Avenger where you can see the boom mic guy there, but it's <laughs> such a cool car crash. Like, man, that cost so much, but it turned out so good. So... From now on, every movie they did after that, they just reuse that. It's even funnier because most of the time it's a completely different car, completely different color, but they'll just cut to the Kabuki Man car crash every single time. I believe it was when I was watching Citizen Toxie, Toxic Avenger Part 4, and they get into the blue, super old car for the time. It's like, this that was made in 2000s, and even then it was like, that car is noticeably older. And it goes to them driving, and the car like hits the thing, and it cuts to the scene of the car flipping, and it looks all cool. And then they just land. <laughs> <laughs> But then it cuts into that Poultry Geist song that they have played and credits, and that's Poultry Geist. Right, and you get... Night of the Chicken Dead. We didn't even say the proper title the whole time. No. Uh, And you get them doing a recreation of the Thriller dance, but with the chickens. Yeah. Man, what a time. Oh oh my god. Waking, because like, doing sometimes the midweek... podcasts and stuff i have to wake up a little earlier to do them to watch the movie and do the show and sometimes it's like okay this is a pretty okay movie this time i was like i need to do this every single day fuck having a cup of coffee wake up watch a trauma movie your day's gonna be better oh 100 you know that i'm in a great mood right now like i know i have to go to work here in just like an hour or two but i'm like fuck it who cares i got trauma on the mind 
Fuck it, call off, come over and watch drama movies. Yeah, we have more to watch. Yeah. But yeah, so I hope you guys saw this movie before you listen to this episode, because it is something that should be experienced, but if you haven't, go watch it now. Yeah, it's on Troma Now. They are not a sponsor whatsoever. This is out from my heart. Troma Now is awesome. It's only $4.99 a month. The first month is free, which is actually rare for places to do now. Some of them don't even offer a week free trial. Yeah, everyone caught on to that we would just keep doing that. Yeah, but even if you just want to do it just to watch Poultry Geist, it's worth it. Watch that and Chicken in Motion, the documentary. I know this one was a little different than... I mean, we have a good mix of variety on Throbtober, but I know this one was even a little different for that mix, but I hope you guys enjoyed it. It was something fun to throw in the middle of it. Oh yeah, not everything can be like serious blood and guts and stuff, you know? Not everything is... Texas Chainsaw Next Generation. <laughs> fuck. <laughs> so, fuck. was this our first musical we ever did? It might have been. Because I was thinking, I was like, we haven't done Rocky Horror yet. So, this is... Yeah, we haven't done, like, Little Shop, Rocky no. Horror, Sweeney Todd, or any of that stuff, have we? No, so our first musical was a trauma musical. Fuck yeah. All right, you want to get Count of the Dead? Yes, I cannot wait to see what Count of the Dead ah, 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 has to bring. All right, that's right. Count of the Dead's where we tally up all the deaths in the movie. How many do you think we got with Poultry Geist the Night of the Chicken Dead? <laughs> Holy shit. Because chicken zombies count, right? Yeah. Only ones I saw die on screen, too. Okay. And even then, though, it's a huge amount. <sighs> I'm going to say 69. Nice, but incorrect. <laughs> yeah, I figured. It was... 48. Oh, okay, still a pretty good, like, body count. Yeah, right under 50? Yeah, that's huge. Yeah. Well, every week Greg does his count of the dead! Ah, ah, ah. And I do my ratings from Dimension Z. There has to be a video element to this thing at some point, because every time I do that, I do the Bella Lugosi hands from Ed Wood, where he's like, Vampira, look into my eyes! But no one can see it's, it! It's usually me sitting here, because you do the speech you do every time when you say it. I have my hand ready to go every single time. <laughs> um, so basically, I take something from the movie, and I rate the movie 1 through 10, 1 being the worst, and 10 being the best. And what the fuck for Poultry Geist? Um, There's a lot you can play with with this one. Honest, you know what? I'm going to do style, kinds of chicken. Like, ways to prepare chicken for a meal. Okay, cool. So, a number one version of chicken. The worst version of chicken. Um, it's like, you get... Oh, yeah. You order wings, and you're super excited for the wings. And you get the wings, and they're done... But they're not, they're not crispy. They're spongy. You know when the skin is still slimy? Yeah. That. Where you were super excited about wings. You're at your fucking top peak. And it goes down to these aren't even edible. I don't want these. Dude, I saw some maniac on Twitter one time talking about cooking medium rare chicken. Yeah, I've seen that too. Like that's literally like food poisoning yeah. in your in your picture right there. Do not eat that. You're not, and they they were trying to pass it off as like a healthy option. It's like no, that's disgusting. Yeah. So a number ten version of chicken, the best version of chicken, is going to be good chicken wings, <laughs> where they're crispy. Okay. 
Um, you got them. Like I'm thinking of a local place here that I love, Owls. Of their sauce is amazing. You get their number nine like nuclear sauce. They always ask you, "Are you sure?" Because it's not one of those gimmicky places of like, "Are you sure?" And it's basically Frank's Red Hot. No, there's like ghost pepper extract in this shit. No, fuck that. I hate that stuff. That's too hot. But I understand about the wings. Yes, good, good crispy wings. Um, Dude, I always get like a good teriyaki. Like on my wings, I get I typically my wing order is powdered ranch, teriyaki, or honey mustard, or one small honey barbecue. I'm not usually into the hot wings too much. I've noticed that because a couple times I've been over to your place and you're like, "I got wings," and I look at them and I'm like, "Yep, yep, it looks like you kind of did." <laughs> uh, I'll get I'll get you hot next time. I'm no, it's fine. Some that are hot. But it's like no, every no. single time I don't want to insult you with my unhot wings. That's a, well. What was it during the trauma road trip? Oh, it's because you got chicken nuggets at the uh, drive-in. And you're like, you want some? I was like, oh, I've never had chicken nug- nuggets and ketchup. And you just looked at me like I had three heads. And I was like, I've always been hot sauce. For nuggets, that's weird. No, you get the buffalo sauce. It's the best. So anyway, chicken. Troma. <laughs> um, I'm going to give Poultry Guys Night of the Chicken Dead. Oh, fuck. It's so hard, too, because... It's honestly a fun, great movie, and I do love it. I'm going to give it eight versions of Chicken out of ten. This is one you should definitely watch. It's one of my favorite trauma movies. It's actually, even if you're not, like, a hardcore... Like, because trauma does some stuff that I'm like, the only reason I like this is because I like trauma. This is legit good. Oh, yeah. This is up there in their masterpieces. Like, if you had to do, like, their top three, I honestly think... You'd probably put Poultrygeist in there. Now, I'm not positive. I have to sit and think about that. You'd probably... There's a very good chance Poultrygeist would end up on there. Yeah, because I'm thinking... Did you say top three? Yeah. I'm thinking... I think it'd probably be Toxie, Class, and Tr- Poultrygeist. I said, I might have to do a top five with that, because Tromeo and Juliet is also just so good. That is true. But anyway, it's in the conversation. Yeah, exactly. Me. Coming as a shock... To nobody, or maybe. I actually went the exact same. I went eight chicken out of Oh, perfect. So yeah, that's Poultrygeist Night of the Chicken Dead. Yeah, I'm so happy we got to do another trauma movie, and I cannot wait until Shakespeare's Shitstorm is available in like mass to everybody, and we can finally do that one too. Can we do the braggy thing that we already got to see it? Oh, that yeah, we already... Uh, I have saw it a few months ago. You know, it's no big deal. We just have a correspondence with Mr. Lloyd Kaufman. We, we got to watch it a couple times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't, I'm not going to say anything about it. You know, can't do that. But just saying, I have seen it with my eyeballs. <laughs> that's all I got, man. Yeah, that's all Happy I got. Happy Throbtober. Happy Throbtober. This, if you want fucking gore in your Throbtober, this movie delivers. So... yeah. Join us tomorrow for whatever we're doing, and we hope that Poultry Guy's Night of the Chicken Dead has left your brain throbbing with horror. Ah, it seems you've survived another fright. Be sure to look for the Throbbing with Horror pumpkin on all of your favorite social medias and local newspaper headlines. Rate us five stars on your favorite podcast platform, or else... Subscribe for more tantalizing terror, and be ready for the new fear next week. If you dare. <laughs>